the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. There's some things that God has for you, but you're not where you're supposed to be. God throws you the alley, you used to go, boom. You ain't there. Airball. God gives you the pitch. Pitch hit the ground. Because you're not where. And then you get mad at God. Talking about, well, yeah, God. God said, where you at? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. the time the house is going to be done, but they know it's coming. So the purpose of the bride is they're supposed to dance at the wedding. And they're supposed to dance to the light as a ceremony of new light, new life. The Bible says, then all the virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. They lit them. And the foolish one said to the wise, give me some of your oil. Friends, <laughs> how many of <laughs> For our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, there will not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the dealers and buy yourself all for yourself. Now, you got to understand you're buying oil at midnight. You might come up short. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, ready or not, here I come. Ooh, you got to be ready. So now what is the preparation? Oh, God, what the preparation is, look, you have to be constantly in position. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all situations. You got to be ready. When I was a little boy, before there was WWE, there was WWF. And some of y'all don't know about this. This is the good time on wrestling. When you had Hulk Hogan, to God be the glory. And you had Randy Macho Man say, you know what I mean? Boy, that's, that's my. You had Junkyard Dog and you had Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Some of y'all don't know about that, man. My God, and on Saturday nights, they, had a, they would have like a big wrestling match at 11.30 at night, man. And I'm about 10 years old. I said, Mommy, mate, please don't let me oversleep. I got to watch wrestling. Because you know wrestling was real back then. <laughs> My son will fight you the day if you tell him it's fake. No, it's not. Leave you alone. Leave you alone. My mother didn't wake me up. So you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. 
Because see, we didn't have TiVo, we didn't have replay, we didn't have YouTube where you could watch it again. You missed it, homeboy. It's over with. And I'd wake up and I was so angry because I missed it. When I was a rookie, when I was a freshman in Florida AM, uh, they moved me up to the active, whatever. And they said, Jomo, you're going to the UM game, University of Miami. I said, okay, we're going to we're going to down south. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can see my family down there while I go. So I, I, I had a, a foolish way of trying to set my an alarm clock 30, 45 minutes early, an hour early. You know, you know when you said it's so different that you forget? Anyway, the, tr- the bus leaves at 6 a.m. or something like that. So, you know, I'm sleeping. I get up. I feel like I'm late. Anybody know that feeling when you, just, you, you feel like you're sick? You just know, but you don't know, so you're hoping. So I got up. And I ran to the side of the dorm building. This was Young Hall. And I looked out the window, and I saw my friends down there playing cards and all kind of other stuff. I said, hey, man, did the bus leave? No, nah, Mo, the bus still there. We see it. I said, got all my stuff, man. I run. I get in the body. Ain't no bus there. Them jokers drove down there. Ah, ha, ha, ah, ha. Them jokers, some nasty jo- boy. Y'all know in college, them boys nasty, boy. I'm sitting down there sweating. It's about 400 yards, y'all. 400 yards with three bags. And you know, you're going full, and they're watching the whole thing. And then brush they're laughing the whole way. Because, you know, when you're so focused on being late, you ain't paying attention to nothing. And them jokers are cracking up the whole way. Man, I wanted to fight and cuss and everything at the same time, but I knew I'd missed it. And I walked back. You know how embarrassing it is to walk back to all your loves. And, you know, them jokers are cracking on you the whole way. And I was like, the coach, he called. Cousins, where you at, cousins? We got in the elevator. I looked around and said, where's cousins? <laughs> Look like you missed the bus, huh, buddy? You're going to run until your tongue falls out. Because, <laughs> you know, you can't miss stuff like that. That's the UM game. That's the game you, I missed it. Now, these are just trivial things in life. But imagine missing the real party. Because you weren't ready. You allowed life to get you off course. How many services have you missed that God had a word for you? How many times you should have been somewhere? I, I, some people don't. I, I give cars away if God tell me to. And one person was to get a car, they didn't show up that Sunday. I, my only prerequisite, I said, Lord, I only do it if they're here. They're here, I can't. I, I said, if they don't come, aim on me. There's some things that God has for you, but you're not where you're supposed to be. God throws you the alley oop, you supposed to go boom. You ain't there. Airball. God gives you the pitch. Pitch hit the ground. Because you're not where. And then you get mad at God, talking about, where you at, God? God said, where you at? Hallelujah. He said that, but while they were going away to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were prepared went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Later, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. Look what he says. But he replied, I saw him declare to you, I don't know you. 
Let me break it down for you. These ladies were supposed to dance at the wedding. For example, let me put it this way. We have a party, and I hire a DJ. And right now, we're at the end of the wedding, and the DJ say, can I come in? What you going to tell him? Nah, dog, we good. We used our iPad and iPod. We worked it out. God bless you. Does that make sense? Because, see, now that the, the, the purpose I had for you is gone. See, I had a plan for you, but you weren't. So he's not saying I don't know you. He's saying I cannot honor you. Because you weren't where. <laughs> My hallelujah. <laughs> Watch. Therefore, let me say, watch, therefore, give strict attention and be cautious and active, cautious and active, active, active. For you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Wisdom keys, I got three. Number one, look at this, y'all. We must stand the test. Look at this, y'all. Let's read it together, church. Y'all ready to read? Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along, think taking everything for granted. Give yourself... Stop right there. Regular checkup. Hmm. If your brother came to you and said, man, I want, I, want, I want to know Jesus, do you know what to say to him? If someone says, I need prayer right now, do you know what to say? I'm not saying you got to be me. But you only need about three or four scriptures to work with. John 3, 16, Romans 10, 9. Work with them too. Amen. Hey, Pastor, I don't know what to pray. In the name of Jesus, done. Because he is the word. <laughs> Look what it says. Give yourselves regular checkups. Look what it says. You need first-hand evidence, not mere hearsay, that come on, let's stop playing church. Listen, man, I might be up here one Sunday. God, take me. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to you today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer. Ten conditions for answered prayer. Five benefits of daily prayer. Hannah's five keys to her prayer success. Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model. And the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you-
you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Word of God. Give yourself regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, look at this. Do something about it. Golly. The Bible says a pig will get in a slop and lay in it and just marinate in a slop. A sheep gets in a slop and tries to get out. Which are you? Are you wallowing in it or are you trying to get out of it? I'm not, it's over. You're in it. I'm not judging you. You're there. What are you going to do about it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got, we got to make changes, brothers and sisters. I love you with the love of Jesus, but at the end of the day, you're going to stand before God by yourself. Not your team, not your family, your choices, your decisions. That was, that's what helped me be a better man. I can't blame my wife for my issue. I got to stand before God solo. Amen. On the choices that I have made. Glory to God. Number two, our test measures our faith. You don't, know you're in, you don't truly know that you're in faith until you're tested. Look what this says. If you are slack, careless in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Now, look what the message Bible says. This is so good. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Child, leave that bush in the head. I like that right there. That right there, boy. How do you act when the chips are down? I know, bro. Praise God. It was October 31st, 2010, when I got the call at about 3.30 in the morning. said, come to the hospital. Your mother's not doing well. I called my baby brother. I said, let's go. Picked him up about four or something. Got to the hospital about five. I went to the ICU at St. John's. Is it St. John's or St. Joseph, baby? St. Joseph. And I'm looking through all the different glasses I had to go through, and I saw her face. I said, okay, praise God, she's still alive. And then when I got through all the glasses, they said, uh, we were waiting for you to get here before we covered her face up. She's gone. So I'm sitting there wrestling with those emotions, and my brother's wrestling with it, and he's hugging, and he's crying, and we just sitting there crying together. I said, well, you know, of course, they, they give you a certain amount of time to sit there because, you know, hospital, they're on to the... I said, okay, well, all right. So we went back and got back to the house, and my wife said, well, Jim, I called the church and told them that you won't be there today. I said, babe, I got to go. I said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go preach. My sermon was already written. The sermon was entitled, You Got to Keep On Going. Now, why would <laughs> so, so I said, Lord, so, and, and, and after I preached that day, I preached crying, but I preached it, and God said, you've just been promoted, son. 
See, see, promotion doesn't come to you. The promotion when you make a choice that, you know what, uh, you die to self and you get out of your emotions and say, Lord, not my will, but your will. Not my way, but your way. Father God, I, I, I die to self. Yes, I'm tore up. I'm broken. My mother's gone. This is my anchor. This is all I've known. She is my everything, Lord. But yet and still, I understand that there's a call on my life. And, I, and the Bible says, Jesus says, let the dead bury themselves. That means that this situation's over. There's still work for you to do. And what happens in life is your storm comes, your trial comes, and you say, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. But no, as Christians, we got to keep on running. You got to make up your mind that I got up and I'm going to fight the good fight. Because see, God before me, and I don't know what storm or trial or situation you're going through. But if you faint in the day of your adversity, there wasn't much to you anyway. Because you don't know what you got till you're in a fight. You don't know what's on the inside of you until you got to rise up and praise God on a bad day. Give God glory when your money is funny and your change is strange. When you got to press in and say, yay, don't you slay me. I will praise you. You got to praise him in the good times. You got to praise him in the bad times. You got to make up in your mind that praise is what I do. Worship is who I am. I'm a worshiper and I can't take a day off. Because what happens when your faith is tested, this is where your testimony is built. You can't have a testimony if you're not tested. God ain't about that. You are going to go through the storm. For the Bible says, Romans 8, 20, and we know that all things, all things, the good things, the bad things, all things are working together for my good. It don't feel good, but it's going to work out. Yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death. The, the, the revelation is I go through the valley of the shadow of death, meaning a shadow can't hurt you, but it feels like you're dying. Yea, though I go through. It didn't say you're going to stop. It says you're going to go so you're going to go through. So you got to make up in my mind, whatever I'm going through, I'm going to get through. Because this too shall weeping may endure for a night, but come on, let's give God a praise. Woo! Glory to God. I worship you, Father. I worship you, Father. I worship you. Your worship. Listen, family. Your worship is developed in the wilderness. Your worship, that deep groaning, that agony is developed in your secret place. When it seems like nobody knows what you're going through. And in that season, you got to press your way through. And the Bible says, if you can find out the purpose in your pain, there's a power. There's an anointing. The Bible says Jesus was led into the wilderness and he came out with power. Well, wait a second. Didn't Jesus already have power? But for Jesus to come out with more power. So then I realized there's a purpose in my storm. There's a purpose in my storm. I don't like it, but there's a purpose in my storm. And I've made up my mind that yea, though I go through, the valley of the shadow of death. You don't know you're in faith until the storm hits your house. 
because you don't know what you have to where you're down to Jesus. I'm not down to a dollar. I'm down to Jesus. All I got is Jesus. This is all I have, my foundation. And when you get down to Jesus, when you get down to nothing, you'll find out that God was up to something. See, see, you got it sometimes. You have to get to rock bottom to find out he's the rock on the bottom. Sometimes you got to realize that you got to let yourself. Because oftentimes you won't realize he's Jehovah Jireh until you have nothing. See, for a long time you thought it was you, your job, your education, your gifting. No, no, let God touch that stuff. And all of a sudden you realize who he really is. He is the great I am. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Sometimes God may touch your body just for you to recognize his name is Jehovah Rapha. He is your healer. The word says, by his stripes, I am healed. Lord, your word says our healing comes from a spirit like the morning sun. Sometimes you have to go to a season where it feels like you're losing your mind. Then you realize his name is Jehovah Nisi. He is my victory. He is my banner. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God lifts up a step. Oftentimes, we don't know who he is until we go through something. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the storm, he shows up and says, Here I am. <laughs> Here I am. Woo, Jesus. Last key. And we worship out. Last key. We must stay ready. Church, y'all ready to read this? Let's not sleepwalk through life like those others. Look at your name and say, are you the others? Let's keep our eyes open and be smart. People sleep at night and get drunk at night. But not us, since we are creatures of the day. Let us act like it. Walk out into the daylight sober. Dressed in what? Woo, but love and the hope of salvation. Woo. God didn't set us up for an angry rejection, but for salvation by our master. Jesus, he died for us, a death that triggered life. Whether we awake with the living or asleep with the dead, we are alive in him. So speak encouraging words. I ask you a question. Do you know him? Do you know him? You know, it took, it took Paul 17 years to get into purpose. It took Moses 40 years to get into purpose. It took Jesus 30 years for three years of ministry. You don't know what God has the inside of you. So birth what God has on the inside of you and don't get weary in well-doing, God has put something on the inside of you and you cannot allow the storms of life to get you so discouraged. You abort your blessing. If Jesus had to wait 30 years, if Paul had to wait 17, if Moses had to wait 40, what's your issue? Make up in your mind that this too shall pass. If God be for me, who can be against me? This is but a momentary light affliction and cannot be compared to the glory. 
Well, you're going to have to shake it off. You're going to have to dust your shoulders off. Dust your, come on, touch your neighbor's shoulders and dust it off. Come on, touch your other neighbors and dust your shoulders off. Come on, dust it off. You, you're going to be all right. Dust your shoulders off. Come on, dust, come on. I, I know it hurt a little bit. It hurt a little bit when I would dust my shoulders off. I, I know you broke me, but that's all right. God's going to remake me. I ask you right now, we're going to do it corporately. Please stand. Jesus, I got one question. Are you in the book? Are you in the book? You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.